This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let's dive right into the Lake Show. Full show on a Monday night here. News Talk 830 WCCO. The start of Super Bowl week. We talked to a former member of the Kansas City Chiefs and broadcaster Dana Hughes last week. Tonight, we will talk to former Eagles linebacker and Pro Bowl linebacker at that and current host on 94 WIP in Philadelphia. His name is Ike Reese. He's going to join us here at 630 because I'm excited about the Super Bowl. I know many of you are. It's going to be a great matchup, we think, between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. I am your host, Henry Lake, alongside producer tonight, Charlie Weiss. He's going to be hanging out with me for the next three hours, and I hope you do too. And I want to start with the, I won't call it breaking news because it happened right before the 5 o'clock hour, but it's still new news, and that's the news that, the Minnesota Vikings, they got them. They got their guy. They got their new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores. And I'm excited about this because I am a fan of Brian Flores. I think that he is a good coach. He is absolutely a guy that gets that has teams that have really good defenses. Now, whether we want to debate the pieces to the puzzle here in Minnesota right now, that's for another day and another part of the topic. But this is a hire that I like because I think highly and have thought highly of Brian Flores and still do. I thought that the the, the role that he had in helping out the Pittsburgh Steelers defense this past season was notable. But before that, the Philad- not Philadelphia, the Miami Dolphins – defenses that he had when he was the head coach in Miami, it should be noted they were good. So when we start thinking about who the Vikings could have hired, who was still available, I said earlier in the day, I'm starting to get nervous about this. I started getting nervous about who the next defensive coordinator was going to be because it's been a month. It's been a month. And I don't like my favorite football team just sitting there in limbo and us not knowing what the heck is going to happen, what's going to transpire, who is going to be the next guy. Because I want the person to get on board. And I want them to be a part of the process and part of the conversations about who's coming back to this team and who's not. Now, clearly, this is about KOC, okay? KOC's the head coach, and Quasey's the general manager. But the first thing that they should be doing in going to Brian Flores 
as the new defensive coordinator and say, hey, look, this is what we got right now. We'll, we'll get to talking about free agency and, and scouting and all of that stuff, but this is what we have right now. And we're going to have to make some tough decisions about guys we want to retain and guys we don't. But what do you love? That would be my first question. What do you love on our defense? Because I want Brian Flores to say, I love this guy right here. I want him back. Whoever it could be. Duke Shelley. You never know. He might might like what he saw out of him because I did. You know? Maybe he looks and says, hey, Harrison Smith, it's time to say, see you later. Eric Kendricks, maybe the same thing. But he needs to be a part of the process because it comes down to him elevating this defense. Now, how much stock do we put into a coordinator elevating a team? I guess that that is a reasonable question. I do think that an outstanding offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator absolutely elevates a team. Because if we want to say it's just based on how much money you spend on the salary cap, if you want to say it's just based on talent, then why doesn't the teams with the most talented, most talent on teams, why don't they win every year? Why doesn't the team that spends the most in terms of salary, why don't they win every year? It's because coaching matters. It does. And I know that there are significant injuries more than in any other sport alter what happens in the National Football League. But the talent you have, that matters, but also the coaching. So I love this hire of Brian Flores coming to uh, the Minnesota Vikings to be the defensive coordinator. And just to kind of give you a little bit of background, Flores spent last season with the Pittsburgh Steelers He was their senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach, and that transpired after he was let go by the uh, fired by the Miami Dolphins following the 2021 season. Now, this is the situation here, though. He is going to take over a defense that finished 31st in the NFL in yards allowed. Oh boy. This is a work in progress. This is something that he's going to absolutely, he's going to have to hit the ground running. Because if Minnesota Viking fans think that this is going to be an easy task or easy job, no, it will not be. Now, mind you, he was just in the running, too, for the head coaching job with the Arizona Cardinals. So my assumption is, is that maybe... Maybe he just he knew that he wasn't going to get that job. Because, look, Brian Flores is not taking the defensive coordinator job with the Minnesota Vikings if he knows that he's still firmly in the mix and he's a finalist for the Arizona Cardinals job. Yeah, that, I mean, that job has not been filled yet. We know, we know that that is still an open job. So they were supposedly going to bring him in, I believe, this week for another interview. So that's obviously not going to happen. He must have heard through the grapevine something. Oh, happened. he's got people. He's got people. He and he's been something. a part of sham interviews before. He has. He knows all about him. That's all been well, well documented. Uh, so, yeah, he, he must have known something. Or, I don't know, did the did the Vikings uh, back up the Brinks truck? Uh, I'd be interested to know what he's making this year. Yeah, and, and, and this is a guy that should make more than the average coordinator because he's been an established head coach before. Yeah, he that has just, the experience, the proof. Yeah, that just makes sense. All right, if you have a take on that, your thoughts on Brian Flores, 
461-9226. Love to get your reaction to that. But I also want to dive into uh, this announcement earlier today that Tom Brady, who we've been known uh, prior to today, is going to have a broadcasting career. But he's going to wait until 2024. And I think that this is the perfect play for him. We get to that and take any Vikings calls next on The Lake Show. I love the fact that Tom Brady is showcasing right now in this moment why he's the GOAT. He's showing us all why he's the greatest of all time. Right now he's doing that and everybody should be paying attention. Tom Brady came out earlier today and stated that he's not going to start his broadcast career on Fox until 2024. And I think that this is the perfect play for him for several reasons. The first, when you're Tom Brady and you got seven rings and everybody adores you and loves you and knows how much of a legend you are, let the Tom Brady mystique as the GOAT let it play out longer. There's no, there's no need to just jump in to the broadcast booth. Just let it breathe. Go watch your kids play sports and, 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 and raise your kids. And go on vacations with other supermodels because I'm sure he's going to date again eventually, right? You're Tom Brady. So I, I just look at it and I say, let it let it breathe a little bit, man. There's no rush. You're Tom Brady. People, people will wait. Just let it play out a little bit longer. That's point number one. The second one is he understands that there's work to do and you just don't jump into it. He said that earlier on an interview that I heard him this morning talking, and he said that he wants to be outstanding as an analyst. He doesn't just want to be there. He wants to be great at it. And I think that that's perfect um, wisdom and knowledge on his part to know what he's walking into. Because the moment that Tom Brady steps into the booth, he's going to be criticized. And he gets that. I'm so glad that he has thought this through and says, I'm not just jumping right in. Let me figure out some things, and then I'll see you guys in a year. Because he knows that. What are we hearing about here the last couple of weeks? They are criticizing Tony Romo. Who was catching hell earlier this year, too? Greg Olson. There's going to be – look – You could be the best broadcaster on planet Earth. You're going to get criticism. That's just how it is. And as you you go down the different tiers, those individuals get more criticism. People criticize Joe Buck all the time. He's amazing. Stop it. He's elite at his job. Like, he's that good. But there's always going to be people that will criticize him. Maybe it's because your team has faltered and hasn't done that good. But Tom Brady understands that the moment that he steps into the booth, he's going to be criticized. 
And I think the the last part about it, it look, and I well know that too, because I was thrown into a role in a situation where I was doing high school basketball analysis, and at the very same time, this was literally weeks after the Sludge and Lake show started. So I'm just starting, first time us getting our radio show, and then, of course, I love high school basketball. I didn't turn it down. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready. But you, you don't know what you don't know. And if I had it to do all over again, I would have just said, no, I'm not. Now's not the time. I'm not ready to do it. So I, good, good for Tom Brady. But then the other part about it is let the anticipation build. Let it build. Let it build. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm always been Charlie Weiss, but like Charlie, I know he likes to wait for the, 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 you know, let it, let it simmer a little bit with the ladies. You know, sometimes I'm a little bit over anxious and I want to jump right in. Charlie, he's a little bit different. Got to play a cool lake. He's got that maturity about him. He's, he's that old soul. He's like, you know, I'm just going to kind of just fall back a little bit. No, darling. No, we're not, we're not, we're not going from point A to, to point Z. Right. But I need to learn that a little bit. I'm happy to help. It's 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 hindering my development as a person. But I think that the in all seriousness, let the anticipation build for because it's Tom Brady. It's not as though people a year from now are gonna be like, oh, the moment's passed. I don't want to hear from Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. You want to hear what he has to say. Because I'll tell you this right now. You know who has actually helped build the anticipation for Tom Brady? Tony Romo. Yeah. Because remember the first year. Everybody was falling over themselves about Tony Romo, talking about he's drawing up plays before the plays actually happen. He's calling out certain things, right? And he was on the money. Yeah, he. Was, I mean, and he did do that. Yeah, frequently. now it's, it's tapered off. Yes. I get that. And I, I think that Tony Romo's immediate success almost is kind of like hindering him right now. And I'm, saying, I'm not saying it should, but that's the way it seems like it's playing out. But... The moment that he steps in the booth, you know he's going to be criticized. And for right now, just fall back, relax, chill, and let the anticipation build. Yeah. I mean, for better or worse, the world works on Tom Brady time. And that's played into his hand multiple times, and it's hurt him multiple times. Uh, He is going to be that center of attention. But the world waits on Tom Brady, and he can do whatever the heck he wants. And he wants to study. And like you said, that's a good thing. He's not going to step in and be great at a job if you're not going to, you know, take the time to learn it. Yep. So to take that time, watch some tape, figure out what your your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what you need to work on. I can't wait for him to get in the booth, but I think it's the right choice. All right, so let me ask you this question really quickly. Across all sports, doesn't matter what sport it is, give me your two favorite analysts. Two favorite. Uh, I'm not saying they got to be top. I'm not even saying they got to be good. That you prefer two analysts that you love. Man, I'm right on the spot here. I love Jim Pete. Jim Pete is, okay. is absolutely on my list, probably at the top. Uh, I think he does a phenomenal job of explaining things to laymen and also getting into the details. I think he's just phenomenal at it. Um, number two. Oof. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of somebody baseball. And nobody's popping out to me, so I'm kind of. Rotating. Nobody's popping out. You're a baseball guy. I'm a baseball guy. Nobody's popping oh out. I don't God. think that there's a phenomenal analyst in baseball. I think there are really, really good play-by-play guys out there. 
I think that baseball has some of the best. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey play-by-play people into the game. There's no, like, obvious analyst to me that's popping out like, that's the guy. Love him. Love what he does. Mm. Um, Yeah. Um, NBA, NFL, hockey. I'm giving you Jim Pete because he is so far and away the best. Well, for me, college basketball, which I love. Um, I'm a Jay Billis fan. I've loved Jay Billis. I think he's phenomenal at his job. Like, he's he's Mm -hmm. all of that. Jay Billis is remarkable. And I'm going to tell you the guy, and he's the he's almost like he's the second analyst. The second analyst. But I think he's amazing, is Lewis Reddick. I think that Lewis Reddick is, is awesome. Like, and I know that at the end of the day, he's probably going to end up back in a personnel position with the with the NFL team. That's what he wants to but do. But I just think that on television, man, he is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he handles business. I I have not watched a ton of Lewis Reddick, but uh I, I do love the Jay Billis pick. He is he is a phenomenal analyst. And of course, you know, you have your your classics, you know, your Dickie Bees, your you know, things yeah. like that, which maybe they're not the greatest at it, but they're there for a reason and they do a great job. Yep. All right, uh, let's talk some Super Bowl. Uh tonight we're gonna put the Philadelphia Eagles in the crosshairs. We're gonna talk to Ike Reese, former Eagles linebacker and co host of John Marks and Ike Reese on ninety four WIP in Philadelphia. He joins us next year after weather on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to News Talk 830 WCCO. Radio home of the Minnesota Twins, radio home of the Minnesota Timberwolves. 
Uh, we do not have the Vikings, but we love the Vikings. We love the National Football League, and everybody loves the Super Bowl. It is Super Bowl week. It is upon us. And joining us now to talk about the big matchup between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs is former Philadelphia Eagles Pro Bowl linebacker Ike Reese, current radio host of the John Marks and Ike Reese radio show on 94 WIP. He joins us now on The Lake Show. Uh, Ike, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I remember you from your playing days, and, I, and I'm glad that you're doing well and, and having fun with this whole broadcasting profession. How, how is it to, to be a, a former player now in this profession? Oh, it's awesome. I, I, I've always said that uh, I feel very fortunate to have um, uh, had two dream jobs, uh, one as a player and then one doing this, getting um, – being able to make a living talking about sports, talking about something that we all love uh, watching, and I would certainly love doing, but getting the opportunity to sit back and uh, connect with fans and doing it in the radio uh, where, you, where we take callers. So um, I feel very fortunate and very blessed. And so, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm a happy man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way because, you know what, we're blessed to get a paycheck to do this uh, for a living. And look, if I wasn't getting a paycheck to do this for a living, I'm going to be doing it anyway. I'll be at a bar with my buddies. Or in the barbershop. Yeah, yeah, or in the barbershop somewhere. All right, uh, happy to have you on. So, so look, it's been a great year for the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. But I want to ask you, was this a surprise for you to see? Because you've played before. You've been around this organization for a long time. Were you shocked at the type of success that the Eagles had this year? Just a little bit. Uh, I thought before the season they had uh, the potential to win 12 games, so they wound up winning 14. But I thought they had the potential to win uh, 12 games. And uh, I thought they did a great job uh, last offseason in just adding talent to the team. You know, if you if you to ask me a year ago at this time, after they had lost to Tampa Bay in the playoffs and, and the way that game looked, uh, I don't know if I would have envisioned them being at this point where they are right now. But I thought Howie Roseman and, and his, his uh, department did an awesome job of just adding talent uh, to the team and, and, and making them uh, a competitive team. And then, obviously, Jalen's year, uh, his development at the quarterback position and how much he's grown uh, in his third year has really propelled the Eagles to a Super Bowl level. So I, I guess I, I would have to believe I was surprised that they are in the Super Bowl, but I didn't see – the growth in Jalen's game, uh, taking taking such a great leap uh, in his third year that he has, and so uh, young man deserves a lot of credit for it, uh, as well as as well as the front office. Like I said, they they've added a lot of talent to this to this roster. You know, speaking of Jalen Hurts, I, I I just I, l- I love the fact that you brought him up because I've been a fan of Jalen Hurts for a while, just because he's a winner. And he's a gamer. And he's just somebody that's going to go out there and lay it all on the line. And I said that, you know, during the time when he was out, when he missed those games with the injury, I felt like, you know, everybody was trying to say, well, okay, he's missing a couple of games, and, and so now we got to take him out of MVP consideration. And I said, no. I actually think that that elevates the status in terms of the MVP, uh, MVP situation because it shows how valuable he's been to the Philadelphia Eagles this year. I agree. I, I, you know we agree here in Philadelphia. <laughs> so, um, um, I think it was unfair to the young man. Uh, you know, some some things to me, like sometimes the MVP, 
it's 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 a great storyline that defines that season, uh, and it's not just that season for that team, but that season for the NFL as a whole. And what better storyline can you think of than Jalen Hurts' storyline and his development at the quarterback position in the 2022-23 football season? And and and, and that just supports to me uh, his play on the field his growth on the field and where the Eagles were as a dominant team all year long. I don't think they are where they're at. Um, if Jalen hurts, isn't the player that he is this year. So uh, I was surprised at that, that, that when he did get injured, he had to miss those couple games. It seems that sort of the national media was, was ready to move on from his storyline and how, how great it was as at his development at the position and, and all of a sudden, and take nothing away from Patrick Mahomes. I, I think he's the best quarterback in, in the game. Uh, but as far as the MVP for the 2022 season, uh, I think Jalen Hurts has been the MVP uh, this year. I think he's shown it all year long. And uh, the guy, the, the guy was 16, 16 and one as a starter this year. So they lost one game with him all year long. Yep. One game. Yep. We're talking to former Eagles Pro Bowl linebacker and, and, Ike and, Reese. And that game wasn't his fault. That, that, I mean, that game wasn't his fault that they lost. So when they lost to Washington, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. No, he's played spectacular this year. He's been phenomenal. And he's even, I think, because I even said it the, the weekend of the draft, that, that he was one of the, the guys that, you know, from a Vikings perspective, I was like, man, if he's around in the second or third round, I'd love for us to snatch him up because I think that there's more there that people haven't uncovered. And sure enough, I mean, the Eagles saw it clearly uh, the entire way with uh, Jalen Hurts, but I don't think that anybody really expected this. We're talking to former Eagles Pro Bowl linebacker Ike Reese, current radio host of the John Marks and Ike Reese radio show, 94 WIP in Philadelphia. Uh, He's joining us here on the Lake Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. All right, so earlier today, Ike, I saw Sal Palantonio from ESPN. He said earlier today that this is, quote, the best Philadelphia Eagles team ever. That caught me a little bit off guard. Is he right? <laughs> well, if they win, it certainly wouldn't be any debate about it. If they win Sunday uh, in the Super Bowl, I, and you're just talking about the talent and, and what they've done this year, they certainly have a case uh, to be made there. Uh, sometimes, you know, there, there, there are a few teams. Obviously, we have one championship team in, in, for our Super Bowl in the history of the Eagles, but there's been a few other teams that fell a little bit short of that that can make a case for that argument. And certainly one that I played on in 2004, one that I played on in 2002 as well. And I'm sure some of those Reggie White, Randall Cunningham uh, football teams would, would be, be in that argument. But we didn't win the Super Bowl. So I've always felt that, listen, you get in this position to win it, you certainly have uh, the right to claim being the best ever. Uh, if you just look at them talent-wise, they certainly uh, are worthy of being in that conversation. If they certainly are worthy of being in that conversation, it certainly is a very good football team in will, all facets. I don't even know if there's a weakness to the team. I'll say, I'll say this, Ike, and I'm not trying to be a hater on Sal. We all love Sal. But to me, <laughs> to me that's more of um, – that commentary is more from a looking at the record perspective because I believe that in sports um, that you can have teams that could you can make the argument that, that they're the greatest teams in a said organization, said city, or said um, um, profession, right? In sports league, 
based on their talent and what they were on the verge of accomplishment uh, of accomplishing. But ultimately, if you don't win the championship, it's kind of thrown to the wayside. I think it's really exactly. it, it's really difficult to say best ever because Philadelphia Eagles have had some really good teams in years past. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's an organization that's rich in tradition of having great players. Uh, they put together some teams, like I said, and some of those teams just came up a little short. I was on a few of those teams that could have made the argument that they were the best team on paper. But like you said, if you don't win the title, you certainly can't claim being the best ever. So yep. uh, that 2017 team right now, <laughs> uh, is the only team to who to have won a Super Bowl. And so, I mean, I, I would tell you that is the best team because they finished the deal. They, yeah. they finished the deal. How, how would you describe Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni? Um, uh, I think just based on looking at him from the outside, obviously I'm I, not in the locker room and don't play for him. So, um Seems like a passionate guy. Seems like a guy that cares about his players. Uh, certainly is relatable um, with his players. I think he understands the whole concept of team and everybody having a piece of the team from a, from a contribution standpoint. The players, obviously, but on down to his coaching staff. Um, and, and he's a guy that he's able to get these guys to be at their best when their best is needed. And so, you know, Forget about what the outside perception is of him from afar. I take a cue. I take the cues from the players and from every player that I've I've been around and, and have talked to about uh, Nick over the last two years. Uh, to a man, they all just love playing for him. They, yeah. they they just love playing for him. So I've always felt if the players love playing for him, what you think on the outside doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great point. All right, two final questions for. Ike Reese here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, before coming back home, I'm from I'm a Minnesotan, Ike, so, so I, I came back home here at the end of 2018. Before the uh, five and a half years prior to that, I was living in Kansas City, and my timing of getting to Kansas City back in 2013 was right when Andy Reid was coming in the door there in Kansas City. And Coach Reid, um, I, I like him a lot. Just seems like an awesome dude. Always been a stand-up guy with me when I would talk to him and see him over at Arrowhead and all of that. Um, and it just—he seems like a, a very, a very informative guy. Very talented, great offensive mind. We all know that about Andy Reid. But now, do Philadelphia fans still have any love for Andy Reid? Or how do they feel about him after his time ended in Philadelphia? Well, it's not a universal feeling about him. But I think the majority of fans uh, appreciate what Coach Reid uh, did for the organization and did for the city during his 14 years here. I I still say he's the best coach in franchise history, uh, even though we didn't get get the championship uh, while he was here and while I played for him. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna always be those few that um, have a different feeling uh, about him, a feeling of disappointment, a feeling of you know we didn't take advantage of some of the teams that we had during that time, and so they may not feel as fondly uh, about Coach Reed. But I, if you ask me about what's the overwhelming feeling and, and, and the majority of feeling, I would say there's a feeling of appreciation. I'm not gonna tell you there's a love affair there. And he's beloved. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to say that. But I think there's a healthy amount of respect for what he brought to the city for almost a decade and a half uh, during his time here. And, and, and I think we also recognize that 
uh, even though he hasn't been here in almost a decade, uh, his fingerprints are still on the organization to this day. You know, and I guess for the further and further you get away from it, maybe his fingerprints aren't as as large, but uh, uh, you can still see a lot of the things that he brought to the table as a coach here, how to build a team, the philosophy that he had, construction the roster. Uh, these are a lot of the things that the organization still uses to be a successful organization to this day. Yeah. All right, I got to end it with this because I did this last week with my buddy Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver and current uh, color analyst for the uh, Chiefs radio network. So I'm going to ask you, uh, what's the key to beating the Kansas City Chiefs this coming Sunday and for the Philadelphia Eagles to come out on top? we got to play good defense and not let the Chiefs uh, have explosive plays. But if the Eagles can wind up, they'll move the ball. They need to score touchdowns instead of field goals. And so uh, I expect it to be a close game. Obviously, you can't turn the football over. But I think if the Eagles are able to take advantage of the opportunities when they get in the red zone, uh, they should be able to win this game. I think they went a close one, 27-23, Eagles. Hey, Ike. I appreciate your time this evening, man. Continue success there in Philly, and uh, enjoy this week out in uh, Arizona. All right. Thank you, Robert. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. All right. That's Ike Reese joining us here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. He was a badass. 2004, when he made the Pro Bowl, man, he was was tackling everything. But uh, former Philadelphia Eagles Pro Bowl linebacker Ike Reese, current radio host of the John Marks and Ike Reese radio show on 94 WIP in Philadelphia. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll finish up Hour 1 next on The Lake Show. Hey, Charlie put me in a good mood here with a little tribe called Quest. Thanks again to Ike Reese for joining the show, giving the Philadelphia Eagles perspective. That's awesome. We got the Chiefs perspective last week. I think we'll probably get one or two more perspectives in terms of Eagles versus Chiefs at some point before we're done this week. I actually have a shortened week. Um, So tomorrow night, so we got back-to-back Wolves basketball games. we got Denver tomorrow night. I'm assuming that the four players that didn't play yesterday play tomorrow, with the exception being uh, Cole Pope might be still injured with the uh, the ankle. He was the only real injury. Yeah, he he was the real injury. Everybody else is load management, quote, rest. Uh, And then... So we got Nuggets, Wolves tomorrow night. We'll be on the air at 6, take it all the way up until I think the tip for that is 8 o'clock maybe. So that means we would go till 7.30. And then Wednesday, we'll be on after the Hot Stove show, Twins Hot Stove. And we'll take it up until 7.30 on Wednesday too. So both of those nights, we will uh, we'll have the Lake Show. We'll do 90 Minutes tomorrow an hour on Wednesday, and then on Thursday and Friday, I am off. So still trying to navigate how I'm going to play my weekend. I was thinking of going to Kansas City to hang out with friends um, and celebrate with them and do a Super Bowl party and all of that. Not really sure. That's kind of up in the air now, so i got to figure all of that out. But nonetheless, I'm going to be watching. So I ask you, Charlie Weiss, who are you rooting for? Or how do you see this thing playing out? I'm rooting for Kansas City. I, I, to be honest, I didn't really want either of these teams to make it. The, these were not my choices, but I'm going to be rooting for Kansas City. I still like Patrick Mahomes, and I, I don't particularly care for the Eagles. Um, I don't think that most Minnesota fans I care would, for the Eagles, but I was rooting for the Eagles 
when they played the 49ers. Yeah, I really I, was. I, I don't hate the Eagles as much as maybe your average uh, you know, Minnesota fan, but I still don't care for them, especially when they're taking on a team that, for the most part, I like. You know, Kansas City's had so much success, you never want necessarily to cheer for the people that have had all the success. But Yeah, you don't like dynasties in, unless yeah. it's the, unless your city that you live in is part of the dynasty. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and how is it going to play out? I can't ever bet against Patrick Mahomes. The Eagles have a great team top to bottom, obviously. They've made it this far. They've shown they can beat anybody in any way. But it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to bet against him. Got you. I got you. All right. Um, yeah, I look at it, and it should be a lot of fun. I, I love when they have the, uh, the media day stuff because I think that the media day stuff, that happens tomorrow. Yep. So that happens tomorrow. We're going to get plenty of sound bites, plenty of quotes, from both individuals on the Eagles side of things, uh, uh, players from the uh, Chiefs side of things. It's going to be – Chris Jones is like one of my favorite NFL football players. When you put a microphone in front of him, he's a lot of fun. Coming up next, a guy that I like to have on the show and put a microphone in front of him, that would be Andy Greeter. Andy Greeter for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Let's talk some gopher basketball. It's been shaky lately. He's got some thoughts and opinions. We talk to him next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 